Welcome back, listeners, to a new episode of JCOS Presents Sound Sociology. So far during this series, we've been looking at the family, and today we will move on to Marxist views of the family. In the previous episode, we've examined how functionalists like Parsons and George Murdoch tried to explain the importance of family within a set of social structures. And Marxism is very similar. It sees the structure of family as vital to maintaining the social order. The only way that they differ is how the family is seen as a source of positivity to create cohesion, whereas Marxism is seen as a way of legitimising the inequality. The Marxist approach argues that the family is one of the key institutions through which inequalities continue from one generation to the next. Whether that be the bourgeoisie family able to pass down their wealth through inheritance to other family members, or how the bourgeoisie are able to pass on their educational benefits and advantages such as cultural capital down to their future children, or even through the basics of the socialisation process within the family, how the working class people learn to accept their subordinate nature within a capitalist society and begin to see the system as fair when in fact it is exploiting them. The family, according to a Marxist point of view, is one of creating inequality, not one of positivity, but one of reinforcing a bourgeoisie control. Sociologists like Eli Zaretsky, who is one of the key studies you're expected to know for the family's topic, suggests a very interesting view in how the family shapes capitalism and personal life. Eli is interested in understanding the family and the family relationships. He argued that the family was a unit of production before the 19th century. For example, during the early stages of the textile industry and industrialisation, all members of the family were involved in the production of cloth. The rise of the industrial capitalism and production in factories led to a split between family life and work. As a result, the family and the economy are now seen as two separate spheres, the private and the public. With the separation of home and work, women became responsible for the personal relationships within the family, uh, and that includes emotional well-being. Women now had to maintain the home as a private refuge from the brutal society. However, Zaretsky believes that the family is not able to meet people's emotional and social needs. It can do no more than cushion them from the harsh effects of capitalism. According to Zaretsky, the family serves the interests of capitalism several ways. The family has an economic function under capitalism. Women act as housewives and mothers, carrying out unpaid labour within the home, such as child rearing, cleaning and cooking. The system of a wage labour at work relies on this unpaid domestic labour getting done. So think of it this way, that the mother has to do that role of childcare, cooking, cleaning, in order to keep the individuals, including herself, ready to go back out to work. So it relies on this idea of exploitation within the home, which is what a feminist would argue, but it also greases the wheels of capitalism. Because women's labour becomes devalued, it becomes a way of legitimising class inequality, as well as maybe gender inequality. Um, The separate... The separate sphere of home 
production of commodities and profit becomes part and parcel of how we keep capitalism going. The family itself also reproduces social class inequalities. The bourgeoisie family preserves its private property and transmits it from one generation to the next, e.g. inheritance or cultural capital if we want to think about it in more abstract ways. The proletarian family reproduces the labour force by producing future generation of workers. Zaretsky sees the family as a vital unit of consumption for capitalism. Families buy and consume products of the capitalist system and in doing so enable the bourgeoisie to make their profit. When we start to think about the capitalist system and the role that family plays, it is vital to maintaining capitalism. If you are part of the proletariat, you are part of the working force. You are going out, you are doing a hard day's graft, you are getting paid very little for what you do. But in return for that money you get, you go and buy goods. Goods which then line the pockets of the bourgeoisie of people you are already working for. This creates the inequality. It creates a false class consciousness, if you will. A state in which the proletariat family think they have some kind of agency and free will over their life but actually they don't they are just serving and greasing the wheels of capitalism and the wife in particular plays a vital role in maintaining that capitalism as she becomes the backbone of how the family runs on a day-to-day basis making them ready to go back to work or school the next day Now, there's many criticisms of Marxist approach to the families, and unlike any other structuralist theory, including functionalism, it kind of forgets that there is the idea that actually we have free will, that actually we don't just do as the structure tells us. So this, you know, creates a a criticism around not recognising that people do have free will. It also ignores the fact that Actually, many individuals are satisfied with family life. They, are, they see the roles that they play as part of what they want to do and that actually marriage and having children is part of a central goal to them as individuals, not as part of recreating a class inequality. Feminists also point out that the Marxists tend to work with traditional models of nuclear family where the male is the breadwinner and the woman is the housewife. This approach of Marxism that Zaretsky's writing about in the 70s, 1970s that is, is very much dated. It doesn't fit as well with our 21st century sensibilities of single parent families, homosexual families, extended step, etc. Also, feminists would say that see the female oppression as linked to patriarchy rather than capitalism. They question the Marxist view of female oppression will simply disappear in a socialist society. And finally, Marxism fails to actually see the family as being a positive source of socialisation, providing emotional well-being and providing joy and love and happiness. So the Marxist approach overall provides us with a very insightful view of how potentially inequality maintains but maybe not as strong as we see in other topics such as education or crime crime and deviance if you want to be practicing and grounding this knowledge i would suggest a four mark question identify and explain one function of the nuclear family from a marxist point of view 
But for today, I'm going to say happy revision and I'll see you on the next episode of JCOS Presents Sound Sociology.